What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Sean Salisbury Show right here on the Believe Network. Sean and I have had incredibly bad luck trying to record over the last few weeks. <laughs> First, Sean was gone in Dallas and doing uh, coaching some football. Then I was sick, and then Sean's had a pipe burst. I had kids sick. Then it was so cold that the internet wouldn't work at my house last week. Um, so things lately have just not been great, but the new year's coming keep on trudging brother yeah you exactly. keep on trudging and guess what that's technology what the hell we'll just keep hey, on grinding it's almost playoff time that means we're gonna get going we, we, we get up for the playoffs, sean right you know it's the last couple weeks of the season hey, we, we got the big division lead you, you know yeah you're of... talking about practice come on man <laughs> right. this is real now <laughs> exactly yes, exactly so we got a ton to talk about today we'll talk a lot of nfl we will get to the college football playoff games on Friday. We will break both of them down in depth with some comments from every team that kind of have me scratch my head like, you know, what are you looking at? What are you thinking? And we'll get into all that on Friday. But before we jump into all the NFL news we got to hit on, as always, we're brought to you by Bet Online. Yeah, and basketball is back, Sags. And Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup information. You get the player news, the game trends, all at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long as well. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet uh, on all your favorite sports and events. And there's a lot of them, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL. You got MMA, you got tennis, boxing, and golf, among others. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, uh, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. As always, thank you to Bet Online. All right, Sean, NFL full of news. We got a lot to talk about in today's show. But let's start with the most disappointing team in football. That's the Denver Broncos. They fired Nathaniel Hackett. Uh and Russ Wilson, I mean, it, he really looks broken. I mean, just the way he came out to start that game against the Rams on Christmas Day through, what, two picks in the first just handful of passes, and they and they were bad picks. I mean, it, it's like he's just eyes closed throwing the football every time he drops back. And I, the Broncos say we're standing behind Russ you know, which they have to say because you, you paid them all that money and you traded all those picks. You can't now's not the time to get rid of them. But do you think Russ can be saved? And if you're a Sean Payton, if you're one of the up and coming coaches like a D'Amico Ryan's or one of these guys, are the Broncos a team you're looking at and saying, that's where I want to set my my sights on? Because uh they're a team in in dis I mean the players hate Russ Wilson, it seems. He's got his own private office, his own private parking spot away from all the other players. Things are just not good in Denver. What was your overall feelings on everything I just talked about right there? It's, 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 it, Russ Wilson's over the whole overall approach. It's an embarrassment. Number one is just a small thing. Trying to endear yourself to the team is not to have an office, have people have to call your agent to be your buddy. I mean, and, and extra parking lots. See, when you make that kind of money, what you're trying to do is fit in. Let everybody know that you're a guy. One of the fellas, not a guy that, well, I, I, you, when you wear blue, I get to wear green, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That my cleats are different than yours. It's, it, it, it's an embarrassment. And to top that off, if you're going to do that, you better play good football. 
He's the worst player they got on offense. Let me say that louder. He's the worst player they have on offense. He's a bottom five quarterback in the league. Now, the other stuff says, of course, they're going to say they to, they rally around him. Think about the fleecing. I'm just now you guys could take what well Russell bounced back next year. Great. If that's what you think. Awesome. He's not 24. Let's not forget. But you go ahead. And if, if he does, I'll stand up and say, what a comeback season. I'm talking about now. I'm talking about 2022. Russ Wilson. The, the Seattle Seahawks knew something, and they fleeced the dog shit right out of Denver. Think about this. If, 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 you're, if you're their general manager, why am I losing my – George uh, – Patton. Why am I losing my – George Patton. Think about this. You went and traded asset after asset for Russ Wilson. Seattle was glad to give it away. Mm-hmm. Give you Russ for the assets. Geno Smith's a better player uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, your quarter you, you went and fi- got Nathaniel Hackett who, listen, it's not all him, but some, t- I think we quit on coaches and players too soon. Sometimes segs and draw judgment too soon, but he had lost it. Guys fighting each other on the sideline, backup quarterback, fighting the lineman, lineman, not going and picking up Russ Wilson, the whole thing. So he had lost him now three years from now. He may end up being a good head coach. Cause he knows football. He's not, he's not, he knows Exodus. He just lost control. Wasn't a great leader in. I think he was overwhelmed and in over his head on a team that should have been better for sure defensively and receivers perimeter people. So you, you, you got the code, the coach is fired. You went and got a quarterback and got fleeced in the trade and paid him $245 million after he was in the building. And it doesn't appear to be that he's very well liked and more importantly, respected. I feel like he's tried the distraction of him being this overboard, Mr. The highest paid cheerleader in the NFL and going and telling everybody, yeah, we got this, we're good. I climbed the mountain, I've been through adversity before. Yet his game has not, matter of fact, his game's gotten worse as the season's gone yes. on. Not better. I don't want to hear one ounce of bullshit about, well, he's new in a system. So, yeah, we've talked about this. Well, Kirk Cousins doesn't seem to have a problem with Kevin O'Connell's system. Tua was operating Mike McDaniel's system, you know, Mike McDaniel, pretty damn well. Brett Rippon operated one game, played the system a little bit better than Russ. And here's the, the, the heart, and I don't know Russ. I've never met him, Sags, and I've respected his game in the past, but all the, 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 the constant chatter in press conferences, he, he's the most chalkboard, fingers on a chalkboard, annoying athlete right now in the league, in, my, in, in sports right now. For whatever reason, I don't know, and he's probably a really good dude, but as a player, that stuff would drive me nuts. Eventually, they say, dude, just shut your ass up and go play and win. That's mm-hmm. what you want to say. Sakes, you you talk about throwing with your eyes closed. He, his misses, he's not close. You're right. I mean, he, he he's not even he's bouncing balls eight yards in front of guys, throwing it to a guy standing in the middle of the field. That if it's not a bounced ball, it's intercepted. He's trying to throw hole shots against a corner who's rolling with the receiver and a safety stander. I actually think at times the def- defenses are shocked. It's like he threw a slant route in the yeah, end zone, like, and the, like, the, 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 the the other guys <laughs> running the route for him. It's like. You're kidding me, right? This is yeah. Russ Wilson. I mean, the, the 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 season has been so baffling to me that if you're a player, you're like $245 million? I can find any guy in the league to do what Russ Wilson does, right? Yes. Anybody. And Segs, even then, and Shannon Sharp made a hell of a point on it. Was it undisputed? Is that what it is? Mm, I believe that's what they host, yeah. Talking about, remember when and, and trying to get Russ to throw on time, is trying to get me and you to win to 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 beat uh uh the, the fastest man in the world in a hundred yard sprint, right? So I mean you, he just he refuses to put his foot in the ground and let it right. rip. 
It's look around, scramble, hold the ball, look at the pass rush, just get sacked. Whatever happened to the days? And he can't separate from anybody. Nobody. I mean, he he he's like, it's like, dude, mobile. I mean, I'm talking about every. There's nothing about his game, decision making, on time, all the things you have to have from a starting quarterback, let alone a 245 million dollar superstar. It's like, dude, I'm not watching the same cat I've been watching. I'm just telling you, it it, it looks almost fake. Like, it looks. Look, look, come on, it's weird. So. Uh, say, do, is it fixable? I guess. And if you're Sean Payton, hell no, you're not going. You, you're going to take a right. job where you got put. Let me tell you this. Russ Wilson or Kyler Murray? You know, their nah, reclamation. Just... Kyler's going, who are you taking? Nope. Kyler Murray. It's not even close, right? It's not even close. Right. Not even say. close. So if you're if Denver, which has always been an appealing job, great city, great fan base, great football history. And you're like, great. Sutton and Judy can play. You got good defense. It's like. You know who's holding them back, Segs? It was the coach and the quarterback. Yep. Crazy. It's 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 one of the I can't even watch him anymore. Because I know he's gonna be bouncing balls in. Yeah. He's played about two good halves the whole year. Other than that, he's been an average player. It, it's average funny. Player. It, it, it's funny because you just mentioned Kyler Murray. It looks like to me Russell Wilson got traded and never I'm talking once uh Nathaniel Hackett was hired never looked at one single thing of film from the Green Bay Packers where Hackett came from, never looked at any kind of, oh, never sat down with Hackett and talked about what the offense is going to look like, what kind of designs they want, you know, any of that. It looked like he did not work out. It did not look like he threw a football all off season. And even if he did, it doesn't, the, the appearance right. is that he didn't do. Like, it, yeah, it looks like bad he it is. did right. not do anything physically, mentally, preparation wise. It looked like, all the talk of Kyler Murray not being, you know, studying and doing all this with right. the homework clauses and all this stuff. It looks like that's what Russ Wilson does. Thanks. You know how we have the comeback player of the year who's mm-hmm. yeah, who's if you want to talk about the guy who's the, the take a step back, but it's like a thousand step back right. player of the year there. It's not close. I'm talking about not close. It, it is. It's going to be as put it this way. Let me ask you this. So the, is, is, Babe Ruth, uh, baseball. I mean, if we consider mm-hmm. Babe Ruth, Willie Mays, we say yes. Okay, if you or whoever, for that's a that's a for or a first ballot Brady. Okay, yeah, Brady's that guy, right? It's like the extreme the other way that you watch. Russ Wilson's like, if you didn't know Russ Wilson's history about being really good in Seattle, you'd say, well, why he would not if he wasn't making mistakes, he would not he wouldn't see the field for right. midway in the season. He would have been benched the whole time. He would. We're benching. We got we had Heineke who's five three and one going to the bench, and I know we'll mm-hmm. get to cars on the bench. I mean, all these guys going to the bench, and the only reason Russ Wilson's starting on a football team right now is because you paid him, and he's as untouchable as it gets. Why? It's a hundred and seven million dollar dead cap hit if you cut him. Yep. And the truth of the matter is, Matt Ryan playing better football than him this yeah, year, for sure. Now you think about that for a second. The way the Colts yeah. have gone. It's just a complete disaster there in Denver. You just mentioned it. My next topic I wanted to hit on the most, the second most disappointing team in the NFL. That's the Las Vegas Raiders. Because when we sat here and we did these shows before the season started, we talked about the AFC West having four possible playoff teams. The Broncos, just a disaster. And now you got the Raiders who are benching Derek Carr for the last two games of the season for the possibility of not getting him hurt 
for trade reasons in the offseason if they look to trade him. I mean, now when, and they're starting Jared Stidham, I think. Yeah, the last yeah. Two weeks. Jared Stidham, Stidham will get the starts the last two weeks and see what they got there. But I mean, now you're talking a, another team that is going to need a quarterback this offseason. And I don't think they're the type of team that is a that is a uh, a rookie type team. They need a veteran to come in to play with Devontae Adams to be with Josh McDaniels. I don't think you could go get Will Levis from Kentucky or Anthony Richardson from Florida if those guys talking about being in the top 10. I think this is a Jimmy G type team. This is a they're going to beg for Tom Brady. They're going to beg for Brady as a free agent to see if he'll yes. come and give one and, more year with Josh McDaniels. That's yes. what they're going to end up doing. Th- th- that's right. a that's a great point. So I mean, it's just a disaster there in Vegas. What do you th- do? You think we've talked about Derek Carr being traded for multiple off season. Do you think this is the off season he's finally dealt? Yeah, he, he he's saying there's some. I, I think we you know we can look at some things that are pretty guaranteed. There's no other reason not to play him. What are you saving him for? Right. You don't want to get it. You don't want to get him hurt. You want to test out Stidham. If Stidham plays well, well, then and they win, go two and zero, and he's more consistent. Listen, Derek Carr's a good player. Sigs. Anybody says he's a hack isn't watched him. The guys had moments. The problem is the moments aren't frequent and consistent enough. There's times I watch him play and I say, I'll be damned. This dude, this guy's got franchise quarterback, right, Sags? And then you'll see times when you say, what? As a Raider guy, saying I may have seen since he's been in the league 90% of his throws one way or the other, mm-hmm. honest to God. And I just sometimes I'm baffled. Then sometimes I say, damn, okay, he's turned a corner. Then I say, well, dude, don't put that thing in reverse. We've got some good things going here. So, y'all, I, I think that it, 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 it's as big a guarantee that he's leaving that Russell Wilson's staying in Denver because of his money. So, yeah, Colts, you know, I don't know if, I mean, the, the car thing here in Houston with Mills, I don't think they'd get involved in that because of yeah, I don't, you know, uh, yeah. David Carr. I, 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 I think they're top pick. Yes, the they're a rookie quarterback type right. build exactly up that right. team from the bottom. It's exactly right. I think you're you're looking at a depending on there's they're going to be Jacksonville Jag not Jacksonville but Carolina Panthers, mm-hmm. a team where guys are veteran enough to uplift. What about the Jets? The Jets are a team for sure because I think Zach Wilson. I think they're going to move on from him already, and maybe he comes in and gets the job, and Mike White goes back to being a backup or whatever. But you get a a pretty solid player. So yeah, there's going to be a lot again, Sags. We're getting a lot of quarterback movement the last three or four years. There'll be a lot more this year. I don't, I don't think cars back and you know, Josh may say, Jimmy G the two things that come to mind for me, how can we get Garoppolo here? Or can I beg Brady to stay in the league one more year? Mm-hmm. Cause you won't owe anybody anything. Brady's an unrestricted free agent. He can do what he right. wants. And I almost think that seems more logical than Brady following Sean Payton to new Orleans. I think that, it's logical that he goes, he hits it. He knows the exact verbiage. They get back together. They they were really good as a team. And Brady, Brady's in Vegas enjoying the last year of his career. Because if it keeps going like this and Tampa's eliminated, I don't even think Tom wants to walk away right. feeling the way he's feeling about his team this year. So, do you, yeah, I do think you, Carr's gone. Do you watch Tom Brady and say, like, maybe it is time he hangs it up? Or do you think there's still enough? Because, I mean, it's not like he's hurting for weapons down there in Tampa. They're all there. They're all healthy. Uh, The offensive line's a little banged up. But, you know, he's got big-time weapons there all over the place. Do you look at him and say, you know what, Tom, maybe it is time you hang it up? For the first time, and you and I have been discussing him and been friends for a long time, Mm -hmm. 
This is the very going into the season is the first time in my 20 and this is 22 years that I thought that this was his last year. Mm-hmm. Even the last I never I even when he retired and says, I believe I told you this and I know I did on my show. I said he's left too much open not to retire. There's not that I'm done throwing. You're right. still working out in the offseason when you most guys say screw that. I'm going to eat me some good old food. I'm not doing right. shit. OK, because yeah. I'm burned out. Well, he stayed at it, which told me he wasn't ready yet. And but but then I thought, OK, he'll, this has got to be it. All that money at Fox, but that money's not going anywhere. That contract's whatever, mm-hmm. 375 million worth. And I'm not I don't think money's his motivation at this stage of the game by any stretch of the imagination His you know, his wife's got her own. And yeah, and that, all that. And I hope that they're happy. But, you know, that part of the effect that I think is taking its toll, says kids and you know, you're not all, all the, the grind of being away from going through a divorce during in the middle of a season. Right. Hard to do. It's hard to do. But say it is the very first time I've said, because normally there'll be sometimes I say, oh, he's having a bad game. This is the most times in a row where I've been through three, four five games in a row where it's like he's missing the same things over and over again. Stuff that yeah. he doesn't a little slant route to the inside guy through three feet behind him on a third and three call or what it's like. He doesn't do that. Right. So. I, I think, and what happens, Sags, is when your skill set finally gets to a point, for most of us, it's a lot sooner than Brady's 45 years old, is then you grip the ball a little harder, you, you get out, of, and what's made him so great is he stays within those great mechanics of his, right? Yeah. Do I think he's good enough to come back with Josh McDaniels next year and throw for 4,400 yards? I damn <laughs> right I do. But because of that hunger he has, but I, I, there is, Brady, he's going to have to make some adjustments because he does he, a little more warning track power than he, you know, instead of upper tank mm-hmm. power. So now how do you survive that? That will be the next level. And if he comes back, it'll be with somebody he's familiar with and with a team that can win immediately. He ain't coming back to babysit. I can sure as hell tell you that. And we thought that that would be this year. It is his final year with those good weapons in Tampa. Right, right. Yeah, we could. I mean, realistically, we could see Tom and Derek Carr switch spots. You, you know, maybe yeah, that's exactly maybe the right. Bucks say we got this veteran team. We need a veteran guy. Derek Carr makes sense there in Tampa with all those weapons, a team that's ready to win. Bring, you know, trade whatever you got to trade. You to, trade to, a second or the third round pick for him and maybe another asset. And then you get Brady for no trade. So you're basically getting three assets yeah. for Carr or whatever it is. So, right. Yeah. I, I don't think that's out of the question, but I don't believe Derek. What's, I think this is his last last game, last two games in a Raider uniform. Yeah. Back to Derek Carr real fast was fascinating to think about. You know, we've talked about him being traded the last couple of years. I saw one, someone, one of the NFL writers tweet that they talked to somebody who thought Derek Carr's trade could look a lot like Carson Wentz's trade to the commanders, a third round pick with a, with a, a first the round pick the final it. year with a bunch of conditions that maybe they don't get it. I mean, think about right. that. He could be traded for what Carson Wentz was traded. I mean, think about what we thought about Carson Wentz when he was traded. Like the fact that they got a conditional one out of Washington was was crazy. But right. I mean, it, it's just it's all uh, the quarterback situations around the NFL. I saw someone question: We could see half the teams in the league looking for quarterbacks this year. It, it's just you nuts. Arizona, you know it with the injury and stuff. You know Arizona. Cliff, more Cliff Kingsbury, maybe mm-hmm. come on, right? So yep. Arizona, they they haven't been overly happy with Kyler. That's fairly obvious. Mm-hmm. Lamar hasn't signed his contract yet. He's going to come back, but they're ten and five, and he's you know they're trying to get him healthy. He's got to get paid, 
Um, we talk about the Mills thing here and who they're drafting and all the move. The Colts are going to need one. Depending on what happens the last two games, Heineke's 5-3-1, and one, gets benched. And here's some eerie segs. Keep an eye on this Washington Commanders team the last two weeks. This is eerily similar. They had to win a game last year, the Colts, to get in. They yep. remember who the quarterback was the last two weeks of the season in Indy? Yep. He got beat by then and got beat by Jacksonville. Yep. And they lost out on the playoffs. And that that set off the whole Frank Reich and Ballard going off on Wentz and Jimmer. That, I mean, they couldn't run him out of the building fast <laughs> enough. He's now in position. They control their destiny. That right, right now, aren't they in the six? Yeah. Aren't they in the same? The seventh position is I, I, yeah, going yes. into this weekend. I think they are. So, and guess who start? Carson Wentz. So, yep. who are we going to see? Which guy are we going to see? But it, you're right, Sig. There'll be ten teams. I, they do, I'm just throwing it out there. They'd have different starting quarterbacks when we open the season. Yet through all this, now depending on how they finish. Jared Goff's put up some stuff. You say, well, maybe the Detroit Lions don't need another quarterback. Maybe they need other positions. I mean, it's fascinating, and there's going to be a lot of change. Let's not count out Tennessee, Seggs, yep. with Tannehill's injury and them trying. Willis, you can tell their offense is so – they can't he, they can't throw up right he now. Looks He's, he looks lost. Yeah, he does. And I, I understand a rookie, but he even looks extra yes. lost. Now, he's a talented kid, but are you, if you're Mike Vrabel, willing to go into next season saying – are we ready to challenge again with that change of quarterback? Maybe it's Derek Carr, right? And you're the bridge, or, or or Tannehill comes back. So I'm with you. Minimum of ten teams will be starting with different guys or a different look in 2023. Yeah, one team you've mentioned that will be looking for a quarterback. A team we talked just about the Houston Texans. Lovey Smith comes out and says, "Well, you know, we're, we're not looking at the draft. We're not looking at the number one pick. We want to win these last two games. They won last week against the." Uh, who they beat the Titans. Yeah. Titans, and yeah. then they play, who do they play this week? They play Jacksonville and then they play, uh, they close out with uh, the Colts. Let's see Jacksonville. And then the Colts who they okay. started the season with. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're the tenant or the Houston Texans, if you're Nick Casario and you're, you know, your job is safe. You have to be thinking to yourself, we need to lose these two games because if they win, say they beat the Colts in week 18 and the Bears lose out, the Bears leapfrog them and get the number one pick. I mean, to me, this number one pick is very important because even though the Bears don't need a quarterback, you don't want somebody right. jumping you at number two to get the guy in front exactly. of you. Exactly. The Bears are going to be looking to trade that. no matter what. And you, right. you could have the team in your own division, the Indianapolis Colts, if you fall to two, they could jump you to one and take Bryce Young, who, in my opinion, is the number one quarterback in this class. And, and they may be it may be the Texans number one quarterback in this class, and they may not feel great about C.J. Stroud or Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. And, and now you're bidding against yourself, right? Right. Sags, you're like, OK, man, do we got to give extra extra with all these assets we have? And if you're Chicago, if you're in that position and just like if you're whoever's in the one. You're going to fleece anybody you can say. You want it bad enough? You like that? Yep. Love Bryce Young? You love Jalen Carter? You, you better come you, get him. I'm right here. But yep. you don't want to be the team that's not in position to negotiate. We want to be one. Here's what they want. Say, and, and don't listen. I understand why Lovey Smith says that we're not looking. Your ass, you may not be looking. Your players may not be. Maybe right. they're playing extra hard because their ass doesn't want to get replaced in the offseason. And neither do you as a coach. Yes. And it just can't be recency bias, but it is. Let's say they win their last two. That means they, they're. They're what four twelve and one segs, and you say okay, they've made improvement, but is it enough looking forward to say 
That's the guy that gives us the best chance to win in the future. Pep Hamilton's the best coordinator, blah, blah, blah. Those are all things that will come into play. Here's what they want, Segs. They want to go out and win the next two and kick ass, and they want the Bears to win a game or two to stay in the lead is what they want. Mm -hmm. They want to win, be impressive, have you guys yank something out of your ass in Chicago and still get the first pick so they don't get, man, we played really good and we won 16 to 13 and 17 to 14 in two straight games. We got better. We're the second pick. Make no mistake about it. They want the first pick badly, and they want to impress by winning. So they're going to root for the Chicago Bears harder than they've ever rooted for the Chicago Bears in their life to win a game so that they're not. And you know all this crap, that half game, that the opening the season against the Colts one way or the other could hose them, right? So, yeah, I I don't know how they're – the way they're playing – they can compete with both because the Colts yeah. blow right now. Oh my and God, the they're terrible! Jaguars, Sags, they've they've just they've dominated the Jaguars last handful. Yeah. Of I mean, they beat them up. Now Lawrence is playing at a different level right now, so you're yeah. gonna have to, and they got a lot to play for, but they could pull it off. And if they do and don't get the first pick, there are gonna be a lot of pissed off people in Houston. Happy they see improvement. But bummed that you guys now would control the first round of that NFL draft. And and one thing to remember, if you're a Texans fan, a Jags fan, and a Bears fan like myself, the Jags don't have anything to play for this week. This game means nothing to them. It's next week against the uh, the week 17 against the or week 18, excuse me, against the Titans that matters. That's it. Right. Like it, it doesn't matter if Jacksonville wins and Tennessee loses. It all comes down to week 18. Whoever wins that game is in the playoffs. And what they have to play for sakes, their their one thing is obviously you want to feel good about your team and improve when you watch right, on for tape. sure. But in truth, the one thing they that it's the we're tired of getting our ass kicked by the Texans. That's what yeah. you want to improve yeah. on. It's right, like right. I'm tired of them waltzing in here or us going to them and they keep beating up on us. You want that feeling of it's just a feel good feeling because no matter what, it all comes down to 60 minutes or more, depending playing in the fourth quarter against a team that right now is so – I mean, the, the Titans are so beat down. If yes. you just stop Derrick yes. Henry, you, you should win the football game. But that's what, we, that, that's what we're down to. And the, and the Texans do want the first pick, as does Chicago. Um, and the Texans are begging for you guys to pull a rabbit out of your hat these next two weeks. Uh, yeah, as a Bears fan, I, I'm praying that the Texans get a, a victory in the last two weeks, and the Bears just do what they've been doing. They had a couple close games. They played the Eagles tight, but since then, I mean, they played the Bills and got destroyed. That game was a little bit closer early, but then the Bills pulled away in the second half. I, I mean, this Bears team, they just keep putting people on IR. They're just the The only hope that Houston has is Justin Fields just goes off. And I mean, he continues to show he he is, he he continues to show that he is an NFL starter in this league and he has a chance. Well, for the last, I think is nine, 10 weeks or so PFF has him graded. I think is number eight or number nine quarterback in the NFL since then. So go play Superman all day sakes. And then the Texans put it this way, the Texans right now, players and everybody's saying, especially the front off saying, please let that guy that played at Ohio state. Let him just have go play like we we'd been talking about. It was like, damn, mm-hmm. he's running, he's throwing. You can't stop. Doesn't have a lot of help, but he's just single handedly overwhelming defenses. I'm anxious to see how it works out. But well, at least Segs here in Houston and Chicago, in your place in my city, we at least got something to hold out hope for. Right. I'm begging that the Bears are the best team in the league for the next two years. I'm begging that somehow Stidham plays 
well and Carr stays healthy and they could trade for a, a better player for the Raiders right. and that Houston could do something other than hit a baseball and strike people out and win another World Series. Right. Maybe, just maybe, they could win a couple games but still get the first pick. That would be nice. Yeah, it's going to be interesting how that pans out because there's a lot of teams in that top 10 that could be looking at yes. quarterbacks. Uh, speaking of a quarterback, unfortunate news in Miami, Tua Tagovailoa in concussion protocol. Protocol. He did have a concussion. Mike McDaniel confirmed today. Uh, Jacoby Brissett will start uh, this Sunday. I mean, what do you do if you're not, the Dolphins? What do you Brissette, do if you're the not NFL? Brissette. It'll be, it'll be Teddy or Bridgewater. Bridgewater. I get those Bridgewater, two confused right, all right. the time. Yeah, Bridgewater right. will start right. for the Miami Dolphins this weekend. Uh, what do you do if you're the NFL? What do you do if you're the Miami Dolphins? What do you do if you're Tua Tagovailoa? If you're, if you're. Here, I think there's. I think they're all three different segs. One, I don't. The NFL can't do shit. They're going to look into how it's been handled. Um, and I guess when I say they can't do it, but they don't get to make the decision on Tua's right. career or on, uh, especially if the Miami Dolphins medical staff and independent medical staff pronounce him fit. So right now, the only thing the NFL could do is look into has this been handled properly in-house and with their people along with our people meaning the nfl's people that's one the second tier is if he's if he cleared protocol and i talked to ian rapaport this morning said mm-hmm. and he said the likelihood of him playing is, is is really slim for two reasons one is you don't want to put the guy in danger if he's even if he's healthy how quickly can you come back where you're clearing you could see the right. difference in the second half in his decision making and the way he threw the football. Oh, the but, numbers are, difference are crazy. Uh, alarming, right? And so, and he made throws. You're like, no, no, no. That he he that he would not throw yeah. that there the way he's played this year because he's played well. The Dolphins, I think that there, there's only one decision. Even if the NFL, the doctors, even though you're not, if they clear him and he wants to play, you can play him without any legalities being a part of it. It's the doc, right? You take mm-hmm. the decision out of the player's hand. If you don't clear him. He doesn't get to make the decision. And my guess is that he's not going to be cleared. So Mike McDaniel and those guys won't have any decision to be made. That's number two. Number three is as far as the long-term part of this career. And for him, even if he's cleared in 100% and say, Hey man, your career is going to be great. We'll see you next week. And he wants to play. He's going to play. But as far as the long-term, it's going to come down to him. Sags, if at some point in time, and you usually will clear concussion protocol at some point right right it's going to come down to him whether he wants to play which i would imagine he does he said there's other Mm -hmm. guys that have had two concussions this year right and probably sags there's probably been more that have had more than two oh yeah that you just didn't notice as much because they play middle linebacker or something you get my point yeah so i i so it's a three-pronged thing i would not expect him to play this week and to be honest with you bridgewater plays well I think that you'd wait till the playoffs to get him going and hope Teddy takes care of the next two weeks is what I think. That, that's what I was just going to ask. If you're the Dolphins, do you just say, you know what, just because of the looks of everything, just because of the way everything is, uh, Teddy, you're starting week 17 against the Patriots, week 18 against the Jets. If we make the playoffs, then we'll decide what we're going to do. If it's Tua, yeah, Teddy, if he's been right. cleared, or if we're just going to continue to ride Teddy. And how he practices the- and how he responds to you know meeting rooms and all the light, all those things that go on in concussion protocol. And even when you're cleared, if I'm the coach, I'm watching him closely on getting in yeah. and getting in and out of the huddle, all those things going. The truth says when it comes to just pure optics and for the player's safety and his health, I, I I don't see how you can play in the last two games of the regular season. Hence why you got a good backup, Teddy Bridgewater. 
and health is the first and foremost thing. I, I would so I I would personally think the next time you see two is when they open up in the wild card round of the playoffs. Yeah, and, and they still need to win some games to make yes. sure they, they get Cam. into the playoffs. Yes, right. and Teddy right. Teddy can with all those weapons around him. Uh and then also JJ Watt announces he's retiring from football. He put on Instagram or Twitter or wherever he put it that uh this past weekend was his final home game, took pictures on the field with his wife, his daughter, his parents. And uh so he's got two more weeks left. I mean, just an incredible career that me and you got to watch up close and personal there in Houston from early on in his career. Uh, and one of not only one of the greatest defensive players we've ever seen, one of the most unstoppable defensive players we've ever seen, but one of the better people in NFL history as well. Yep. Yeah. Sags, if you're putting together a team photo of the best philanthropic difference makers because of their impact that mm-hmm. is far more important than a sack. He he's it. When you go on Instagram or Twitter and say, I want to raise money for the hurricane that we hit here with yep. Harvey and you blink and it's $41 million. Yeah. There's not a lot of guys who move needles like that, you know, and from whether it's signing autographs or going to a kid's prom or asking a young girl to marry him, you know, that it's mm-hmm. all, all the things playing catch with guys in the stands. There, there is, there's a lot of guys that do great things. There's very few who do more or have been better in the community than J.J. Watt. That's obvious here. The two-bit, really, when it comes down to it, it's Mattress Mac and J.J. Watt since I've been here in Houston. for sure. That are the ones who have impacted the most. It just is. So I think, and that's an important thing. He's been that. Segs on the field, I said in an interview this morning that he is to Houston what Reggie White was, and I was fortunate to get to watch Watt, but play against uh, Reggie not only in mm-hmm. Philly but in Green Bay twice Green Bay. a year. He he is to Houston what the way people felt on and off the field, and now we're talking about on the field about Reggie and Philly and Green Bay. Difference maker, wreck games. Every single game you played against him, you had to know where they lined up. You had to slide the line to him, even if you had Hall of Famers on your line, you weren't going to block him with just one guy. Right? He's he's that guy, and. I go back old times thinking of Deacon Jones, guys who put their hand in the ground. Not Lawrence Taylor, we know how good he is as an outside mm-hmm. linebacker, but uh, uh, Joe Green, Dan Hampton, who played for you guys yeah. in Chicago, all the uh, uh, Merlin Olson, Bob Lilly, you know all the names. Say. Yeah. Alan Page, this cat is he's in, he's not only in the team photo, but when they start to line it up as a three time defensive player, there and you look at his numbers, it's like, come on, there's a seat right up here by yep, the big dogs in the front. Yeah. Aaron Donald obviously is yep, on that yep. team. So yeah, he's his impact has been uh nothing nothing short of extraordinary on and off the field. And he's a first ballot Hall of Famer and will go in as a Texan. And yesterday this weekend they should be hanging his jersey from the rafters and retiring number ninety nine. Because what idiot would put number ninety nine on their jersey now, right? Knowing that you'd have to fill those shoes. It's like going to Miami and saying, Hey, you know what, Sags? I think I'll wear 13, 13 and I play right. quarterback. Yeah, yeah, you're a brilliant one. I'm going to right. New England and wear 12. No, don't do that. So that's what he means to this city. So, and you know, Nolan Ryan and Earl Campbell and Hakeem Elijah one, there's been some stars and no one, he's as beloved as any of them. Altuve, Easily, you know, yep. he's in yep. that class, no question. Yeah, for sure. And then finally, real quick, I got just a couple minutes left here. Sean Payton, do you think he is on a sideline in 2023? Give me some teams that make sense. And if you're that team that you say, if it's the 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 Cardinals or the Broncos or whoever you say, what would you give up to get him in a trade? Because remember, the Saints still do hold those rights. 
Quite a bit, Sigs. I think he's worth the first round pick. I know that sounds crazy, but I do. There's there, you know, there's certain coaches that just change the what, what you do with your talent and and maximize, even if it's not great talent, get the most out of the guys, whether they're a star mm-hmm. or not. Sean Payton's one of those guys. I think if the if the Chargers wouldn't have made the playoffs and they'd have fired Brandon Staley, I think it's a guarantee no brainer. Oh, yeah. He's the head coach of the Chargers next year yep. with Gear, Herbert. Yep. I can guarantee you he ain't going anywhere that's got a kind of a starter, that he's got to fix a guy. He's going to go where he thinks there's a guy that's got a ton of potential and he can win, and he's got some weapons. That's one. And two, he's going to go where somebody pays him about – I don't be shocked if by the end when he comes back, Sags, he's the highest-paid coach in the NFL. Yeah, he's going to be agree. close just because of the timing of it all, right? So does, there you go. I, does Jerry Arizona make would the be move? Intriguing if Jerry Jones will make the move – or he, one thing Jerry does, you know about his ego. Does he want to hire a guy mm-hmm. with that much power? Right. But he has, you know, he's had a home in South Lake, which is just outside of Dallas. Uh, Sean Payton has. If if they get boat raced in the first round of the playoffs and Mike McCarthy gets fired, that's going to be the it's, name everybody yeah. assumes because he's got Prescott, he's got weapons. Agreed. That's a lot in Dallas. So that would be the one that would have trumped Sandy, the, the, the LA Chargers. But now that Staley makes the playoffs, he's not going to get fired. Payton's there. Arizona sneaky a little bit, sakes, because I think Sean Payton he could fix Kyler Murray, right? Agreed. So, well, I don't see him in Carolina. I don't see him in Denver. No. He'll wait before he'll go to a team that's like, eh. I don't even know New Orleans because I don't think he thinks he has a quarterback there either. Agreed. And they don't have Agreed. a first round. The first round picks leaving the building. Yep. So, I'm going to say if it's the team that he covets and the player he covets, yes, he ain't going to Mr. Fix-It. He ain't going to Carolina or anywhere like that or the Colts trying to get somebody that that in three years is going to make him look bad. He's going somewhere he thinks right. he can win now with a big-time quarterback. For sure, for sure. All right, that'll wrap up this episode of the Sean Salisbury Show. Friday, we will break down Georgia versus Ohio State, Michigan versus TCU in the college football playoffs game that will be played on Saturday. And then we'll also talk a little college football. The transfer portal, again, like Ooh. another name came up that I want to hit on, and it seems like we already knew where he was going before he even hit the portal. So I want to talk there about tampering and all that kind of stuff. But as always, we're brought to you by Bet Online, and thank you to Believe. All right, Sean, we'll talk See, to you Friday. Thanks, thanks. Great stuff. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.